Hello everybody, welcome to Nintendo Power Block, episode 196. I am one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan, alongside me as always is that retro code, Eddie V. I am becoming a hunter of monsters and I'm loving it. Nice, nice. Ed, we have a special guest here. We have, <laughs> yes, we do. We have Red Dead Redemption 2's <laughs> most... <laughs> mustachiest uh, NPC uh, <laughs> host of uh, Secret Friends Unite and uh, co-op mode Todd Oxtra uh, I, I, I do declare I'm a southern gentleman oh, gosh. do not besmirch the mustachio gentleman thanks I'm guys done. for having me on thanks, thanks for having me on uh, yes uh, this is awesome Corey and I go way, way, way back. Eddie and I have met in person. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, you guys are part of the Geek Mafia that I love so much. The Geek Mafia. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Todd, like you said, we go way back. I'm, I'm really happy to have you back on a on a show. You know, it's been a while. It's been too long. I know we tried to do some co-op mode a few, like a month back, and the schedules were just kind of all over the place, and you know, just didn't didn't happen but we had mark on a couple what about six weeks ago now i think and uh i was like man good good opportunity when when you chimed in and were like hey i'm gonna be on i said okay let's do it yeah let's do it uh of course mark is uh soon to be a a papa so uh you know congratulations to mark uh, if, if that baby comes out before this episode posts but uh so, uh, but Todd, what what have you been up to? Why don't for people who are kind of new to the show, since they're seemingly the last two weeks, there's been a lot of new inf- influx of listeners for because of our contest. Why don't you remind everybody where you are and what you do and the show you do? Yeah, let's see. Uh, I do really two podcasts, but it all started with a Facebook group uh, called Seek Friends Unite. Uh, basically, myself uh, and my college roommate from decades ago from Michigan State University, wanted a way to keep in touch. We said, hey, let's form a Facebook group. We can talk about nerdy stuff, find uh, like-minded individuals. That happened, and we said, hey, we want to actually talk to each other more frequently. So I said, let's do a podcast. So we created Secret Friends Unite. Silly name, stupid name. Some people think it's like a dating group, which is funny. And it's not. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Um, But we do a podcast all about comic books, fantasy, sci-fi, things like that. My co-host, Charlie, does not like video games. And I don't like cosplay. So we made an agreement. We would talk about neither on that show. But because I like video games so much, I created co-op mode and recruited the Canardian, the uh, Mark Carabin, to be on that. Uh, and if we get lucky, gentlemen, we might have a baby born while we're recording this. That's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, uh, I remember. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be real honest here. When when my kid was born and I couldn't podcast for like three weeks, four weeks, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with myself. So, uh, uh, so yeah, that was, that's a, that's a true story. Uh, by the way, we are live on Twitch and, and bad bit on Twitch says Todd, Todd is the person I aspire to be. And that mustache is epic. So Joe, I challenge you to grow a a stash. We'll see if it takes me up, but he's got a better red dead redemption accent than I do. 
you know, I mean, you got to trade one for the other, right? And you can't have that's both, true. I guess. That's true. No. Uh, unless you're making that rock star money, then you can have all, yeah. <laughs> all the stashes uh, and accents you want. <laughs> looks much. or talent? I chose looks, sadly. <laughs> uh, we got to get Joe on one of these shows at some point, too. Uh, I've been meaning to reach out to him to be. Just haven't gotten around to it. So, sorry, Joe. Uh, but we'll get we'll get you in here sometime. But, uh, yeah, so, by the way, this is a Nintendo podcast. If you guys haven't guessed, uh, you should check out Secret Friends Unite and Co-op Mode, uh, both on the same feed on iTunes, I know, at least. So, uh, definitely, definitely check it out. But this is Nintendo Power Block. Each and every week, Edward and I, as well as our friends from around the Internet, come to you live right here on Boss Rush Games Live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube to talk about the latest news, rumors, and releases, as well as your questions. If you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to youtube.com slash Boss Rush Games and podcast services every Saturday morning. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review, and check us out all, all over the internet and wherever you consume us. Remember, you can find all of our content on bossrushgames.com. Uh, Ed, episode 200 giveaway details. Let's yes. break it down for everybody. We're giving away a Nintendo Switch Lite, a 256-gigabyte memory card, and two $50 eShop gift cards. Um, this is to celebrate episode 200 in four weeks, uh, You know, which is more of an appreciation for our fans who are sticking around for four-plus years, five-plus years at this point, and uh, multiple networks and challenges and changes and, you know, breaks and everything so uh just want to thank everybody so here are the rules you have three chances to win one entry send a screenshot of each of the following all are required for one entry an audio podcast subscription which is apple Podcasts, spotify google play etc a youtube channel subscription and a follow on mixer or twitch two a screenshot of your rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Service of Choice grants you a second entry. And for a third entry, follow and tweet at Powblock Podcasts at I am Corey HD and at that retro code why you listen to the show and a screenshot of where you are listening with the hashtag Powblock200. So we may get some entries in. Yeah, so, we've been getting guys. a lot of entries. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> You give something away, people. People are all over it. So, so uh, uh, yes, everybody, you had those three ways of answering. Uh, keep them coming. Yeah, please keep them coming. Uh, really, really excited for this. So, uh, episode two hundred is four weeks away, Ed. Four weeks away. I'm preparing I'm myself. Glad, I'm really glad E3 canceled <laughs> itself so we could celebrate episode two hundred without some big game show happening. Look, are you sure? Yeah. Because last week, <laughs> going into the coming weeks, I know oh, so much coverage. But yeah, the actual E3 show. Sad to see it go, uh, not being held this year. But it's all right. You know what is being held this year? Episode two hundred of Nintendo Power Block. So you can <laughs> yes. tune in that Thursday <laughs> to, to, to hang out with us. Uh, but anyways, we're gonna we're gonna start out with some news bits here. Just very very light on news this week, uh, so we can get to a, a bigger question block and uh, what we've been playing section of the show. Our first first news story. Uh, you can tell it's slow news week when we're talking about Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, Nintendo is expanding their offerings on uh, NES and SNES. 
classics on there on on the Nintendo Switch Online. So uh, they're adding four games, and if this uh, link would open, I could tell you exactly what they are. For the NES, it's uh, Rygar. Um, For Super Nintendo, it's going to be... Wild Arms, Panel de Pond, and Operation Logic Bomb. So... Yes. Uh, there you go, guys. Is that a Steven Seagal movie? Yes. It's actually wow. a it's actually a, a Steely Dan song. Oh, I love that even better. <laughs> it was probably the theme song to the movie based on the game Steven Seagal on bass. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, I think the standout of this of this list is probably uh, Ed. You, I'll judge by your facial expression, uh, Rygar. On NES, it's probably the standout. Uh, uh, not really. Um, depending on what territory you are in, because people who are in Japan got some different games. Um, Rygar is a great game. Um, one of tech, uh, tech most uh, earlier days. Um, if you didn't know anything of, outside of Tecmo Bowl or Ninja Gaiden, um, they did that game. Uh, based off the arcade game because it was an arcade version of it. Uh, Wild Guns is surprisingly a very niche game, but a lot of people really liked it. I think PS3 got like a remaster version. There was Actually, like a re- just oh, came out. Ahead. Yeah, it just came out. Ed, it was on the Switch as well. The other oh. the the remake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And see, I've never got to play the original Wild Guns, so it was really cool to see it. Um. The uh uh pat 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 the bar. Uh, that one is pretty much if you guys have played uh um uh is it is it Pikachu's or Pokemon's? Uh, it was the puzzle game on N sixty four. Puzzle po- uh, Pokemon Puzzle League. Yeah, po- Pokemon Puzzle League. It's been that game. It's been uh Puzzle League. Uh, um. The Puzzle League game on uh, DS. Uh, and so, th- this kind of game, it's been translated to so many different versions of games to it. Um, but this is, I, I'm assuming this is the original Japanese version of it. Um, and so, it, like, I'm really interested to see it because I never got a chance to play it. And I never heard of the Operation one. I'm like, what in the world is this? Uh, but this ju- I can read the description stuff. for you, Ed, if you really want. Yes, go ahead. Agent Logan has, has been fitted with bioelectric implants that grant him superior strength, reflexes, and analytical abilities. He's been charged with a mission to save the subspace particle transfer project. Now it's up to him to infiltrate, neutralize the intruders, and rescue the scientists in a top-down shooter with giant bosses and frenzied action that doesn't let up. This sounds like your kind of game, man. I don't know why you've never played it. Top-down um, shooter? I've never seen it in the stores. Oh, well, now you can get it with your SNES <laughs> Nintendo Switch <laughs> Online subscription. <laughs> yes. so. um, they just saved you that $70. Yeah, they did. <laughs> wow. I can't say that I did beat Rygar in one whole sitting on the NES. Um, so if people are interested, give Rygar a try. It's not, too, it's not too hard. You stick with it. It'll take you about maybe an hour and a half to get through. Hmm. No, it was great. The Rygar game on PS2. Absolutely love that game. Yes. Because it was like the God of War kind of one. Yeah. In a sense. 
That camera was terrible, though. Uh, All cameras are terrible on PS2. Well, that's Tecmo. They were bad at cameras. But yeah, I do agree with you, Sad. I I beat that game within a week. Like, it was challenging, but I do it, did enjoy it. Well, speaking of releases on Switch, this is a surprise news story. Not in the dock, guys. Oh. Journey to the Savage Planet makes a surprise landing on the Switch eShop today. Physical release en route. Uh, there's been evidence that Journey to the Savage Planet has been coming to the Nintendo Switch for some time now, and today 505 Games has finally made it official. Not only has it been confirmed for the hybrid device, but it is also out today on the Switch eShop. Well, everywhere but Russia, which will receive the game on the 28th of May. So, if you prefer a physical release, it will be released on the 25th of June. Indivisible is also receiving the same treatment. So, 505 Games drops Journey to the Savage Planet onto Nintendo Switch today. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. Justin and I actually just played that for what's on what's this on Xbox Game Pass. And uh, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. I, I have I, to say it's pretty it's pretty cool co op. I don't know if I would play mm-hmm. it by myself, but it's a really cool uh unique co op game. I just brought it on Xbox One like I think for seventeen ninety nine. because uh, the uh, five oh five games had their sale on Xbox mm-hmm. One. So I'm excited to play. I didn't know that it was coming to Switch. Yeah, I mean it's been rumored for a while, but I mean they, mm-hmm. I mean obviously they, it's out, so it's there. <laughs> so yeah, it reminded me of Metroid Prime because it had a lot of scanning, first person perspective. There's a kind ton of a goofy environment. Yeah, it's, and, and it was a fun game. Yeah, it's 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 neat. Uh, I don't know if I would have purchased it. I mean, it it's somebody's type of game. It's not my type of game. Uh, to you know, but I mean, if if you know, we wanted to play it on Game Pass or stream it all together at some point, like I would play it again. It's just like I'm not gonna take time out of Control or Assassin's Creed or whatever else I'm playing to to you know play it by myself. But it was a it was a cool game. It controls well. Uh, it's got it's very colorful, very vibrant. Uh, mm-hmm. Controls are good. So uh, yeah, if you if yep. you uh, don't have Game Pass or something, you and you want to check it out. I'm sure the Switch version will be great in three months when nobody cares about it anymore. <laughs> that patch drops. It's only like thirty bucks, which is seems a reasonable price for a game like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And they don't have a lot of games like that on Switch, so it seems like a a, a good entry point. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think so there are going to be some people who are going to buy it next month on the physical. I yeah. Think it, you know. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, but that that was a cool piece of news. I. I I'm scanning websites as we read these news stories to see if there's anything else to talk about because, let's be honest. Well, uh, I know people who... When you lead off stories. Uh, <laughs> I know the people who got the wonderful one-on-one, uh, wonderful one-on-one on Switch. Um, some of their codes that Patna sent them didn't exist. Yeah, it, so it was like a blank code. Day. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. Mark. Happened to Mark. He was uh, like, yeah, that was a surprise. And thank you so much for uh, <laughs> letting me back your game when you gave me a blank code. But apparently they took care of people, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they, they put up a new help link. Uh, I've never seen anything like that ever happen. Like, how, I think how it happened. I think it happened with uh, uh, Mighty Number no. 9. I think people were getting not blank codes, but they were getting bad codes for Mighty Number no. 9. And like it was a weird situation where the backer codes were going out after the game was available to purchase. <laughs> so I mean, wow. not that that was like the only problem with that game, but you know, 
Oopsie. Yeah. Whoopsie. Uh, okay, so are you guys excited for Mother to be released in the United States? Huh? Uh, it's already out but in the United States. To Ed, you're, you're messing up my joke here. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll bite. Yes, Corey, I'm well, fully excited. A third official Mother entry to the franchise is being released in the United States, but not as you would think. Uh, an official, official Mother tribute comic has been revealed, uh, and more news is expected to follow uh, with the trailer ending in To Be Continued. Uh, at the end of last month, the company Hobonachi uh, Shinbun, owned by Mother series creator Shig- uh, Shigesa Ato Itoi. Yep, that's how you say it. I'm going, with, going. It. <laughs> going with it. Promising various contents and goods uh, before the end of 2020. Now at the lady- latest update, the Pollyanna tribute comic has been revealed. According to a translation on the Earthbound subreddit, the, com- uh, the comic and illustrations in it were handled by 35 manga artists and writers. One of the individuals who worked on it is Toby Fox from Undertale. And then there's a bunch of screenshots on here of the comic, and it it's it's very pretty. Um, yeah, it looks really nice. Not exactly Mother Three, but I'm just I. First of all, I don't really care for Earthbound at all, and really? I don't really care if Mother ever comes over. But I know a lot of people really want Mother Three. Uh, is this the year we get it? You know, because there's not a lot going on, and it seems like a lot of Nintendo's games are going to be delayed because of. Uh, working from home and it it literally depends of him and nintendo are talking or if they are working on a port version to get this game out um because i mean i think it's what game boy events no not game boy was it game boy or ds uh, earthbound came out on super nintendo no i'm talking about mother 3 oh mother 3 was i think mother 3 was supposed to be super nintendo because there was, uh, I mean, they had there was that Mother N64 game that never came out. There was like a, yeah. a prototype for it, and it never came out. Oh, um, when Mother Game 3 Boy came Advance out. Published on the Game Boy Advance, Mother 3. Yeah. Mother 3, okay. 2006. That's, that's a that's wow. a odd platform to put a sequel, I guess. Well, I guess Nintendo's known for doing that if you go back to like Metroid and Zelda and stuff. But Wow. Yeah. Was so. that was that their last? I mean, I'm thinking Nintendo doesn't make a lot of traditional RPGs. They make variations of RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario, what Paper Mario um, was uh, was uh, the original Paper Mario, I believe, or Mario RPG was Square, right? Mm-hmm. They developed it, and then uh, the rest of the like uh, Fire no, Emblem, uh, Super, Mar- Super, uh, Super Mario RPG was Square. Yeah. Okay. Paper Mario so, okay. was yeah. Paper okay. Mario was straight Nintendo. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, but they don't make a lot of just traditional RPGs, turn-based. You know what you think. So I this think. is kind of like their their primary entry into that genre, which is surprising. Um, I was. I think a lot of people are hoping maybe a Mario game will go and in, back into that range, but they just really haven't. So it's kind of interesting. I think that they there's an opening, right? I think a lot of people are hoping. Oh, well, I mean that's still a, a tactical, tactical RPG right? though. It's not really a JRPG. It's I mean no, it's got J, oh. it's got JRPG elements, but it's more of a, a tactics game than anything else. The I would Mario the Mario Luigi game. Steve? Yeah, I mean that, that's that would be JRPG. Yeah, I mean a those are the Sun. 
Yeah, but when was the last time go we got a Golden Sun was game? published? Yeah, go to GBA some, days, right? Yeah, Golden Sun was published, but oh, um, by Nintendo, one. but it wasn't developed by them. Okay, guys, yeah. if we say if we say uh, Golden Sun one more time, <laughs> Ray Apollo's gonna bust through the wall behind Ed, <laughs> like the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not. Not. Not really, because Zelda is such a big franchise to Nintendo. Depending on how you see it, that was kind of their JRPG. Yeah, but um, it's, it, it's more of like it's still not exactly a, a JRPG though, because it's it's pretty action based. It's there's not a, like a traditional leveling system. During during that time when when role playing games were coming out for Nintendo, it was considered as that because you really only had Final Fantasy, Dragon Warrior. And uh, the Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So that was Zelda Two. Yeah. Zelda Two had some interesting elements, right? Yeah. Zelda Zelda Two would be a JRPG. Interesting element in my trash can because that game is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Corey, I love Zelda Two. I feel like a lot of people fall on either side of that game. Like you either love it to death or you just can't stand it. And I. It's, I've it's tried the to play least it. one on my list of, of Zelda games. <sighs> Man, I'd rather play the the <laughs> 3DO games. Crossbow training. <laughs> you already know people are gonna be like, oh, "Yeah, me and you need to play that for the retro." I know. I'm thinking. So, I'm I'm thinking uh, about it, but it will. Uh, at least, I'm at least to... you can play with save states, so that would take off some of the edge. Yeah, that's. But that... I'm I'm the one that's gonna have to play it. Struggle to yeah, have it is. that game. Yeah. Don't worry, Ed. I'll pull up walkthroughs and walk you through it. It'll be fine. Uh, so all those random battles. Yeah, everybody loves those. <laughs> yeah, taking every three steps and then. That's why in every Final Fantasy re-release, they take them out. <laughs> you have the option to take them out. Fast forward and avoid. Yes. Uh, that's why Final Fantasy VII only takes fifteen hours to complete now instead of sixty. Uh, uh, thank you, Bravely Default, for taking run for letting you choose how you want to do your battles. I know, man. Brave, bravely default. What a what a what a great game that was at that time. So. But the demo's hard as ever. I was yeah. just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Uh. Anyways, our last kind of major news story here: uh, Lego Super Mario is getting some power up packs. Uh, these are just basically cool new ways you can build your your custom lego mario this link will open man my internet is slow tonight uh nintendo has announced via twitter that a bunch of new lego mario power-up sets will be arriving alongside the previously revealed lego mario sets on the first of august uh these small power packs will expand mario's wardrobe options with a very with a variety of suits from his games uh including the fire flower the twirly cap from new super mario brothers the Cat Mario from uh, Super Mario 3D World and uh, Mario Maker Mario. So they're cool. I think these Lego sets look pretty cool. Uh, I want to see how quickly they're going to sell out, like in stores. I still want to see the. Uh, is it? It's Bowser's Castle, right? The big set? Yes. Is Bowser's Castle? Yes. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen that. I still haven't looked it up. So. Well, I'm on Lego's page right now. They only have one thing that you can actually pre-order, which is funny. The uh, adventure set, which is Mario, uh, one of the Koopa Kids. Uh, 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 and it's 60 bucks just for that piece. Yeah. Lego is expensive. 
Yeah, it always is. And Lego uh, you add you... What, fifteen <laughs> bucks a piece for those little, you know, character pieces and things like that. Mm-hmm. Character packs are probably going to be ten bucks a pop. You know, those Mario Power packs. Mm-hmm. The castle, Corey. The castle, I think, is is two hundred bucks. I think they already announced it. What? Yeah, it's Ooh, huge. What? It's huge though. It's like it's like four feet tall. For the cost of a Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, you light. got you got the Lego tax on there. You got the Nintendo tax on there. It's. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So, is there like an app or something that actually takes you? Because it's kind of like a game, but is there something that actually takes you through it? I don't. I don't really know. I think that they, I think like there's, I know a lot of the pieces are like battery operated and there's sensors on Mario's feet that let you know what to do, but I don't know if that's connected to an app or like a, a, you know, some sort of software that you have to download. It's probably not just, it's Nintendo. It's probably not as easy as just downloading an app. You probably got to, you know, plug your Legos into some sort of 1950s, uh, electrical socket and wow <laughs> get some bunny ears on there and and you know have a rotary dial phone and call nintendo uh oh i bet when the battery dies you just have to throw them away and buy new i know <laughs> oh no Man. oh boy I, this is problematic <laughs> i did have this really interesting thought though we haven't seen a nintendo labo set in a while and i wonder oh. if nintendo's partnering with lego because labo didn't do as well as they hoped it would i've got to mention it is yeah uh, because I know a lot of places actually have Labo on clearance for like fifteen bucks. Like the big eighty dollars sets are like fifteen and twenty bucks now. I don't. I think they're just trying to. Uh, I mean, it could also just be them diversifying. But so. I have uh, my Labo VR set still boxed. Have not opened it. Well, oh, you mean you didn't um, try Breath of the Wild in VR, where everybody said you're going to throw up the first time you put it on? <laughs> I could barely, I barely play my quest. So, wow, <laughs> be no, that's be no. I did look it up, Corey, in the link. It does show that you can get the um, Piranha Plant Power Slide expansion set for thirty, Ooh. and you can get the castle, uh, Bowser's castle, for only a hundred. Oh, only a hundred. So you don't have to sell your kid. No. Well, I might. Congratulations. No. <laughs> Just wait until she starts chewing on those things. Uh, no. Logan chewed on many a thing. No, she's already started. Uh, Todd, you missed it. I was talking to Ed before we started recording. Uh, she plays with our remotes, and I have a, we have a TV remote for our Xbox, and she was playing around with it and turned the Xbox on and bought something for $24 on my <laughs> Xbox just by <laughs> pressing the buttons, and I don't know. Oh. Like... I, I went through all the games that I have downloaded. I'm like, because I, I don't know which ones are from EA Access, which ones are from Game Pass, and like ones that I've purchased. And it's just kind of, I was like, what game did she buy? I don't know. I can't tell. So I, I uh, all I'm hoping is that it's something good and something that I'll play eventually. And that's, uh, and that's why I don't check his email because it gives them yeah, confirmation that's true. of what they bought. Yeah. Or by recent purchases. I assume you can do it by uh, date. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, long, uh, short story or quick story about Logan. Um, my son, he, when his grandparents were visiting, he borrowed their phone and bought like $75 worth of like power ups in a cell phone game. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Perfect time. Kids are great. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Can't, can't wait for a yep. second one. 
is there something happening Corey? no i mean we've been ta- we it's we've had <laughs> okay. the conversation is about as far as it's gotten so okay. uh gotcha so you know it yeah we had the conversation about 12 years ago it didn't go anywhere <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> oh man all right, well, that's all the news. There's nothing else interesting happening in Nintendo Land right now. So, uh, but we do have a pretty decent sized question block for you. Remember, you can email the show at nintendopowerblock at gmail.com for your question to be read on the air. What, Ed? What? Are we not doing the eShop drop? Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting. We added we added this segment like three weeks ago, and I keep forgetting. <laughs> I you. Then you just like, uh, Oops. Uh, all right, so. Uh, Todd, basically, we're just going to read the games that are coming out this week in a very dramatic fashion. Uh, so, this is the eShop drop for the week of, what is it, May 25th, 2020. Ed, as tradition dictates, you will go first. Yes. We have Minecraft Dungeons coming out May 26th. You fight your way through all. Fight your way through an all-new action-adventure game inspired by classic dungeon crawlers and set in the Minecraft universe. Up to four friends can play together, or you can brave the dungeons alone. Battle new and nasty mobs across action-packed, treacherous stuff, wildly varied levels, all in an epic quest to defeat the evil Arch-Illager. Yeah. Uh, Todd, would you like to take the next game? Oh, I would indeed. Oh, Wow. Shantae and the Seven Sirens, May 28th, <laughs> gentlemen. Follow Shantae. She, she and her friends are invited to a tropical island to participate in the Half-Genie Festival. During a performance, the other Half-Genies in attendance mysteriously disappear, and Shantae must search the island and the sunken city beneath it to find them and uncover the reason for the abduction. Along the way, she runs afoul of a longtime nemesis, Risky Boots, and the mysterious rulers of the island, the Seven sirens that was awesome ed i need you to be more like that <laughs> it did. i love Washington that today. series i love I, shante i bought it today because it's available for pre-purchase yeah I, I i got the last one what was the last one uh not half was it half genie hero or was uh yes it was yeah, yeah beautiful animation yeah. love it i'm glad they went to that style yeah oh, love that game yeah uh xenoblade chronicles definitive edition Comes out on May 29th along with 9,000 other games. Yes! Discover the origins of Shulk as he and his companions clash against a seemingly unstoppable, unstoppable mechanical menace. Wield a future seeing blade, chain together attacks, and carefully position your party members in strategic real time combat as you journey across a massive world. We also have Borderlands, the, leg- the legendary collection, coming out May 29th. Get three times the mayhem. Three times to loot and three times to action with Borderlands Legendary Collection. Kill bandits and beats, collect powerful weaponry, and maybe even save the universe in Borderlands. Game of the Year Edition, Borderlands 2, and Borderlands the Pre-Sequel, along with piles of bonus add-on content for each game, adding 100-plus hours of gameplay at an incredible value. Of course, of course something from Gearbox would say something about money in the game's description <laughs> you love the vita version come back for the switch version oh, oh wow you know what's funny every single one of these games is on sale on xbox this week for like exactly i think the handsome collection is 10 bucks and the and borderlands one is like 17 or something and minecraft dungeons is going to be on game pass so you'd, you'd almost like 
Corey, bundle all the costs of these like retail for Switch and then see what they are on, on Xbox like next week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know Minecraft is twenty dollars. So Yeah. For Switch. Yeah. Well, that's yep. not a bad that's not a bad price. Yeah. So uh Todd, you are up next. Mm. Bioshock, the collection, May 29th. Experience the unforgettable worlds and monumental stories of the award-winning Barosock series with Bioshock, the collection. Journey to the cities of Rapture and Columbia across Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock 2 Remastered, and Bioshock Infinite, the complete edition, including all single-player add-on content. Fight for your life and outsmart your enemies, be it deep beneath the waves or high above the clouds. Todd sounds like a late 80s, early 90s movie trailer announcer. It's awesome. It's awesome. In a, wor- in a world filled with tears in the rain. I love this episode so much. Uh, XCOM 2, the collection, May 29th. Aliens rule Earth, promising a brilliant future for mankind while secretly hiding a sinister agenda. As the leader of a guerrilla force facing impossible odds, you must ignite a global resistance to eliminate the alien threat and save the human race. From extinction. Nice. I'm looking forward to XCOM 2. Uh, I know it's available in 9,000 other places, and I'm currently playing Gears Tactics, but uh, I could use another tactics game in, in handheld mode. So, Do they use the touch screen for the, the... I mean, that game seems like it could work with a touch screen, but I'm assuming they don't. Uh, I don't... Um, I, I, not at this time, because uh, they only... I think... I know when they... And the Nintendo Direct, that's all they announced that it was coming, um, but didn't announce any gameplay features or anything for it. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be a patch at some point because I know. I know they said Bioshock and Borderlands are getting motion uh, shooting, like motion controlled shooting. So uh, maybe XCOM will get touchscreen stuff. I don't know, uh, but I mean, not even not even uh, Fire Emblem had touchscreen stuff. So. Mm. I don't know. Apparently, there's an XCOM, ver- XCOM version on the iPad, so yeah. I assume it could work with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah, it's the f- it just. I wish that yeah. first one was coming. To be honest. Yeah, they just said um, the collection includes the the game, four DLC packs, and the and War, War of the Chosen expansion. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any of these games stand out for you guys? Uh, besides, I mean, I think the big one right now is. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is the big Nintendo release this week, but uh, Todd, you said Shantae was probably. I think so, but Minecraft Dungeon looks great. I mean, it looks fun. Um, co-op, uh, I will play it on Xbox because it's free, because I have Game Pass. But uh, uh, Shantae looks awesome. Yeah, I think people are going to probably pick up Bioshock at XCOM. I don't think, they, I don't think many people are going to touch Borderlands because of uh, the I- stuff with... Uh, Randy Pitchford and I just think everybody's Borderlands know. out. I think everybody's had enough Borderlands. <laughs> and is this yeah. the first Borderlands game though on a Nintendo console? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. There's so many people that uh, that are Nintendo centric yeah. that mm-hmm. often do not own any other consoles anyway. So maybe for them, mm-hmm. they're kind of like, "What's this thing?" There's not That's a lot true. of first plus like they, on Switch. Plus, like a grindy were, RPG would probably yeah. people would be yeah. into that. They were going to buy it if they would have bought it out when they first announced Borderlands 3. And 
uh, Randy Pitchford was talking when Gearbox had that conference. People were suspecting Borderlands to come mm-hmm. to Switch, so people were going to be. This would have been air. this would have been smart to release before Borderlands Three came out. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Agreed. yeah, get people so. excited about it because they had that what uh, uh, Borderlands the original remaster that came out before mm-hmm. Borderlands Three. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it should have been like yeah, and this is coming out for Switch as well. Absolutely. And I actually played I I had never played Borderlands before, which is you know a lot of people were surprised that I never played it because I. I loved I love Destiny and and you know those types of games and uh, I played about ten hours of Borderlands uh, the the game of the year edition that came out and I I really liked it like I think it's a great game I mean it it's kind of aged poorly in some respects but it's still it was still like a really really fun uh, RPG and the shooting mechanics are cool and uh, you know I I liked it but you know I I already owned all these games so. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I think we'll see. I mean, we knew that the twenty knife was a big time. Yeah, um, I'm a little surprised that Two K is releasing all of their games at the same time. I just, I kind of feel like that's a weird decision. You know, that they, yeah. So I, I also question all of these. I mean, there's a lot of big games here, and I question, quite honestly everyone releasing on the same day because we really don't have another big switch game coming out until Mario origami. And it seems like you could have mm-hmm. had these paced out because there's something for everybody here. And and some people will play all of these and it's like, Oh, but I'm going to play well, Xenoblade because I'm a Nintendo fan. The last of us two was supposed to be the game for May. Um, until it got delayed and moved to another date because like the last of us two was leading Xenoblade was following, and then everything else was following after Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. Um, but because last moved, Xenoblade became the game for for May now. Well, so. well, now you got a hundred hour RPG, a uh, hundred hours of Borderlands, <laughs> uh, yeah. and a sixty hour tactics game to play before The Last of Us Two comes out. So, yeah, <laughs> thirty hours of uh, Bioshock. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Not exactly well-paced releases, because what's coming out next week? Uh, Puzzled Upon 2? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's... Uh... You may be surprised that may just drop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm guessing so, yeah. Uh, I mean... Because uh, there's a Wii game or PS2 game called Baroque that's coming to Japan Switch. Um, but the game also came to Wii here in America, and a lot of people are excited about that. So we might see that in later tweets. Which means Eddie's excited about that game. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, I have I have it on Wii because it was there was a like a hack and slash kind of I think Dark Souls kind of style game. But a lot of people, it was very niche. But a lot of people are really excited to see. I'm I'm excited to see it because this one is the original, so I think this is the PS2 version and not the Wii version. So it's going to, I mean, they just only announced it for Japan and a lot of people are hyped for it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But that is the eShop drop for uh, the week of May. What did we say? 25th? Yes. 2020. We're going to get into the question block now since I messed that up already two weeks in a row. Uh <laughs> Remember, you can email the question block at nintendopowblock at gmail.com or tweet at Podcast for your question to be read on the air. Ed, you said you had one? You Somebody sent you yes. a question before we get yes. into this list? 
Yes. So um, this question comes from Josh Legru. Uh, he's part of the World One One Podcast crew. Um, he asks, thoughts on next gen and if Nintendo Switch is going to age well after that or uh, after their releases. And we kind of answered this before, um, but I, I, we can agree that you know we're looking forward to. Xbox uh, Series X and PlayStation 5 and whatever comes on those consoles. I think with Nintendo Switch is going to continue to age well because of the games. Um, mm-hmm. There are unique games coming out from first party um, to indie to third party releases and even though a lot of the third party right now is ports, it's still that people are willing to pick up and play. Um when I was listening to a uh, game performer and 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 uh, Andy Macro, which is like it's not always about the graphics; it's always about the game, it, the games itself. You can have a beautiful game-looking game, but if the gameplay is is junk, it doesn't make your the graphics don't make anything about it. And I think Switch is a system that offers various graphics and art styles in games that appeal to a whole bunch of people and the importance of physical still to people. Because like limited run games, their business jumped because of Nintendo Switch. Um, even with Nicholas and stuff like that. Um, so that Switch is going to be fine in the future. Um, yeah, we'll still get those big games on Xbox uh, Series X and PlayStation 5. But there's, but that's going to still be a limited amount of games that people still buy on those uh, systems compared to what they're buying on Switch. Yeah, I'm curious about uh, what you guys think about this, and I think Eddie, even I, United exchanged about this online. Was the fact that I, I'm just so surprised we had so many exclusive first party game or third party games that were just coming like red uh, what was that one game red dead whatever red steel was it red De- yes red steel. red steel we had um uh, what was that one game with the motion control and capcom wiki and zach zach yeah zach wiki and i'm just really amazed beyond um uh, rabbits versus mario we have not seen like third party really said these are games that you can only get on switch um some are like time-based like that like octopath now is mm-hmm. octopath is on uh, other systems as well but i was really hoping we would see more of these really unique third parties bring some cool titles that only can be done on switch because they have unique capabilities um my concern is you're just going to get the big games from third party are going to be ports. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still going to indies because those will still translate, but you're going to be, Nintendo's going to have to have more heavy lifting at the end of the life of the Switch mm-hmm. because there's just going to be less surprises of things that are going to come there, I, I just think. But Nintendo's games have never really required a lot of horsepower, so I don't think it's going to really hurt Nintendo to do what Nintendo does. They've got such a big install base now, they can just keep bringing out games that are for their audience. And I think they're going to do fine. Plus they, this isn't like the Wii U where they had so little at the beginning and they finally brought out some games at the end. Um, I think it's self-sustaining and it's they're going to have a great life cycle for the next at least three years. So for Nintendo, that's a big change to have that long of a life in front of them. So I, I think they're going to be fine. And, yeah. and, I, and I think Nintendo have developers that consumers and other players will support. Devolver Digital, people will support on Nintendo. Um, um 
just just different indies and stuff. Like if even even some of EA stuff, if they put like if they put Mass Effect trilogy on Switch. Oh yeah, everybody's gonna eat people, that up on yeah, Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, and it's gonna and it's gonna kind of be like, well, what if they put Anthem, let's say, on Switch? to see. I think people would be intrigued to try Anthem because if they was intrigued to play, uh, play The Witcher 3 on it, let's see what they could, how Anthem would run on Switch. Just a yeah. hypothetical. You know, I think a lot of people are willing to try stuff out more on Switch than with Series X and PlayStation 5 because of those sorry to say it, but I'm like, Series X and PlayStation 5 still have limited games that players are going to get. You know they'll get their. They're first... gonna get the full back catalog though of PS4, yes, and Xbox uh, uh, One. So I think yeah. they've. They, I mean that's well, why people Switch, are gonna move forward. I think with can. Switch, if you paid I an extra sixty dollars, you got the full Wii U back catalog. You know, every exactly. time you wanted a game, you could just give them exactly. 60, 60 bucks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I was. I'm thinking more of just new games coming to the system, not yeah. more of the backlog stuff. But I think I think that's where we're going to see more excitement coming forward with new games. I think yes. Nintendo, anything exciting is going to come from themselves personally. Mm-hmm. Anything from a third party, you're going to get old news, which to me, I, I that's where I think they're going to have a hard time going to the next. From 50 to 75 to 100, they got some heavy lifting to do because everybody that has wanted a Nintendo franchise, they're all there now. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Because quite honestly, everything that you're waiting for has already happened. So that's where I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to offer to people that want. Because there's already Mario Kart 8. So it's like if you get a Mario Kart, new Mario Kart. Yeah. You've already had a Mario Kart to play. So it's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to buy a second Switch so I can play a new Mario Kart. No, I, you're going to just buy a Mario Kart. Yeah. I think, I think you know, even though we've gotten a lot of Wii, I think a lot of the Wii U stuff that has made it over is mm. almost... I mean, it is library filling for sure, but I think it's yeah. also to gauge interest in, okay, well, now that it's on a platform that people like, well, can we make a sequel to this, right? Yeah, and and absolutely. I think it- I think Donkey Kong is a big a big component of that. I, saw, I, I think a lot of people, you know, last week during that Paper Mario reveal, they saw the Samus helmet and they were like, oh man, is Nintendo teasing Metroid? Like, are we getting a 2D Metroid? And then... There's that news about all the visual effects artists that they hired for Metroid Prime, which is like, I don't know what they're what kind of game they're building Metroid Prime Four to be, yes. but it is it's going to have all kinds of explosions and, and <laughs> I don't I don't it's know it's a new direction magic. For, There's going to be some magic happening in your Switch, uh, but I, I, I can't say that with the added PC games coming to Switch, like Civilization Six and. Um, probably hopefully Disco Elysium and stuff and Return to Oberdin and stuff like that. If they continue to get also PC ports for those who are not PC gamers, they may pick it up on Switch. That Civ and, 6 for... port is supposedly really good yeah. on Switch. Yeah, I don't well, think you're, you're getting new people though. I think you're no. getting people that are just going to buy new games on Switch. So I mean, I think just people, that, what can they know, add, what can they add to Switch? Would say I haven't I bought think... the Switch based on all of these awesome games, but if they brought mm-hmm. out X. I would buy a Switch. I, I think mean, it's going to be families think, buying more Switches really, for their family. You know family. what? I really think that's kind of hard for all three platforms. It's just like, what do you what do you put out to get new people in to buy it? Because like new IP, have... and I think we're going to see a onslaught of new IP. I think Xbox is going to have so many new IP because I think they've realized you can only milk Gears and Halo and Forza so long, and just like, but. The, Sorry. the two biggest rumored games right now for Xbox is Fable and Perfect Dark. 
which is like, I mean, like perfect dark's going to be reinvented in fables. Yeah. Obviously we haven't seen a fable game in what, 10 years at this point at least. But like, yeah, I still think, you know, in terms of, of switch people, people that are going to buy new switches are people. I, I think you're starting to see this now with animal crossing where people are buying a second switch for animal crossing. You're buying a second switch for, you know, to play Mario Kart, maybe mm-hmm. co-op or whatever. Like I, I'm, I'm really interested to see who, you know, who's buying a switch for Metroid Prime Four. Like who's waiting for Metroid Prime Four? Who's waiting I, for a Breath of the Wild sequel? You know what I mean? I didn't already I, own Switch, I would say. Right. I, but, I really that's the problem, see. I think, because Nintendo is really, when it comes to a console or even even most of their systems, um, the, they've they've peaked when they've been able to get a system under. A hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Switch will ever get under hundred dollars to to get to that threshold, like the 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 well, DS. Cut, but I mean, the Switch Lite is two hundred. Yeah. I think that's a pretty. I, I think that's about as cheap as you're going to get. It is, but like now. the PS, the PS2 got to like one hundred. The, the DS yeah. got to like whatever. So that's where I think the Switch has the hardest problem. And it's funny that the Nintendo, the the PlayStation Four hit a hundred and eight. And they're still selling for three and four hundred dollars. To me, that is amazing, and that's just the that's just crazy. Yeah, I, I think with definitely with Pro and with Slim coming out, I think a lot of that is replacing the old the original version for some but people. Nintendo double dips more than anybody. I well, do yeah. know that. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so but that you know what? People but, don't but, have three but, Playstations in their house. But you know what? But they it's will have eighteen versions of the three DS. <laughs> Corey, how many three DSs do you got? How many? How many have I had? Uh, have you had? I I think I'm on my fourth. 3DS. Exactly. So I well, think the PlayStation, but, Xbox, you double. Yeah. Last. To be fair, so I think, I, but the, yeah. the way my, my the way my 3DS purchases went, I bought I bought the 3DS when it came out, the small one, and then they announced the XL, so I upgraded to an XL, and then they're like, well, now we have the new 3DS, and I wanted to play Xenoblade Chronicles again, so I got that one, and now I just have a 2DS because. I can't stand the 3D. So, right. and I'm not, and I'm not knocking Sony or Microsoft for doing the same thing that Nintendo been doing for years. I'm just saying that with those, with those, with the number get to a hundred for a PlayStation. For, for some people, they kind of like have brought a slim or have gotten a pro. I mean, I upgraded my launch one to a pro when it came out. I did too. Right. It's, yeah, it's I, Sony, I did too. And Sony could, and Sony just counts that as one of their consoles being sold. So that's all. That's pretty much all. I mean, I'm they're saying. still selling a console. I mean, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and, and that, like I said, the impressive part is they've been able to keep the price as high as they have and sold that many. Versus, like I said, the PS2 went down to hundred bucks, and mm-hmm. the PlayStation even gotten close to that yet, which is amazing. Just like Xbox, mm-hmm. I think Xbox is at one hundred and fifty, which I'm surprised they haven't gone down for that. But yeah, so I mean, Nintendo's good space. Believe me, they can coast and get to 180 million easy. Yeah, I think yeah. even just by bringing out more sequels. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, there's there's definitely stuff that's not close that I'm excited for for Switch. But uh, like recently, I I haven't even really touched my Switch recently because I I've been just playing other stuff, and you know, Xenoblade will probably change that for a little bit. But you know, uh, but anyways, we're gonna. We're going to move on to our next question from Greg Osterman the third. He says, so excited for Todd to be on the show. I have a superhero game question. Uh, do you think Nintendo could pull off what Insomniac did with Spider-Man or in Rocksteady has done with Batman? What superhero franchise would you like to see Nintendo take on? 
And what superhero game would you love to see regardless of publisher or developer? That's going to, that's very questionable. Um That's because Nintendo <laughs> um <laughs> questionable in the fact that Nintendo doesn't Nintendo wouldn't touch American comics. They would mostly ch- touch manga since they're really based in Japan. Um it's it's really hard cuz I like if I had to give them somebody I would give them Teen Titans. I think that's up their alley to do um something with with superheroes, I think it'll fit their image. I think they'll make it funny. Um, I think they got the they got a team that could do it. They could, I mean, would that be more platinum? But I think like Monolith Soft or maybe their Fire Emblem team uh, or Intelligent Systems, maybe they could do it. Um, you know, it it's just it's really a hard question to answer if when it comes to superheroes because we're thinking American give it to a Japanese company instead of them looking for something like that because they wouldn't be able to do something like Batman or Spider-Man Nintendo doesn't have that kind of history if they had something very popular with manga uh, or something then yes I could see them doing doing something like that um, maybe like like I could see Nintendo doing something like Sailor Moon or um, Inuyasha, like that. Sad like, movie I could see would be them... cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, I could. I, and Nintendo being a family friendly thing, of course, they would tone it down. But I think they could take something that's anime or manga that's really popular in Japan and kind of have a fan base here in America and in Europe and really do something cool with that. Like, that. that's, that's my guess. Or the people who did. Um, the Icarus game, um, Kid Icarus, the second game. Um, maybe they could take something. Um, but yeah, it's it's really hard because we're thinking of American superheroes and not manga. So, but if I had to say, Teen Titans would probably be my own. Teen Titans would probably be the only thing for me. Good pick, Ed. That is a fantastic pick. It fits their sensibilities um you've got teen titans go the original teen titans uh i mean it's they're larger than life fun based they are goofy i think that's the perfect pick um and you know yes nintendo has not really done that the the closest they got to superheroes was with wonderful 101 which they Mm co-published and then they left for dead and then said platinum you can do whatever you want with it which is hilarious to me it's like yeah we love this game, but and it was a lot of buzz on the Wii U, so I could see that um, Power Rangers esque type of thing. Why not? Yes, um, that could that could be a good team up. I mean, it's not it's kind of superheroes like the closest thing to have superheroes with Japan are My Hero Academia. It's a it's a, an academy of superheroes. They've had some games, but maybe if you made a game that was more along the lines of um, action RPG, something like that, rather than a core fighter, that could work. Um, but you know, maybe if you want to do something superhero based uh, that's American, uh, that could work. I mean, Spider-Man would have been a good fit, but um, you know what? Aquaman needs a redemption. Nintendo can make good water levels. Mark loves Aquaman. <laughs> so I say Aquaman. You can ride a dolphin. Uh, you know, think about that. I mean, Mario underwater levels, they know how to do it. I say Aquaman. Okay, so can I say Iron Fist if they get Platinum to do it and Nintendo publish it? Does that count? Absolutely. Like if they, you know, because they've done Legend of Korra or uh, uh, Avatar, why not? Wow. And they did Ninja Turtles. So. Oh. Corey, what do you want? Man, I don't even know at this point. Uh, everybody's kind of got great answers. Like, I mean, I, 
to, regardless of publisher or developer, I want to I want a, a really good dark Ninja Turtles game. That's all. That's all I want. That's, that's a good idea. They're they're superheroes. I mean, comic book characters. That'd be perfect. Yeah, I, I I've I think Ed and I have talked about this. I think we I think Ed, Todd maybe we've talked about it at some point too. But like, I want like a a Batman Arkham style Ninja Turtles game where you know. The maybe you know Krang's minions or Shredder's minions have taken over the sewers, and like you make a three D Metroidvania style game out of the sewer sewers, and like maybe you go up top to get you know intel or or whatever up top for the city. But like, I just think there's so many unique and cool villains that you could do with turtles that you know I who would I want to develop it? Uh, I don't. I mean, Rocksteady's pretty decent. At the superhero thing at this point, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of want the combat to be a little bit faster, though. So I don't know, but <laughs> I, I mean that's what I want. As more than anything, is a really good Dark Ninja Turtles game. <laughs> give n- n- Give Nintendo Batman Ninja <laughs> from oh, the geez. animated movie that came out. Let's <laughs> see. Um, maybe Nintendo could get Treasure to do something. He probably could. Like Silver Surfer or something, or when a shooting game, or heck, uh, Nightcrawler. Is it Nightcrawler? Nope, I changed yeah, my mind. You know, what I, you know what I want? Remember, remember Project Hammer? Oh yeah. I yes. want a I want a Hulk Harley game Quinn. with I, oh Hulk. I want a Hulk game with the motion controls from Project oh, Hammer. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Thor. I thought you were gonna say Harley Quinn because Hammer. I mean, we, I mean that could work too. I guess. Okay. Well, I mean, Nintendo has uh, Ultimate Alliance 3, right? So yeah. they kind of have a uh, Marvel game inclusive. Yeah. 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 Which I think that would probably be cool if Nintendo really, instead of having a tech book Kobe doing the development, really have someone in their in-house studios do something with Marvel. I could see that happening. Yeah. That may be yeah. the only, that may be the only, yeah, that's, ooh, yeah. Right. Retro is not doing anything right. That's fair. It's true. Uh, as far as we know. Wow. Uh, our next question comes from D'Angelo Garcia. He says, hey, dudes, I honestly only subscribe because you were giving away a Switch Lite and my kid wants one. But I actually have to admit, I like what I'm hearing and went back and listened to the last few episodes and I'm having a blast. Uh, what are your three must have series on Nintendo when you go to buy the next system? Are these real games or are these games we want series i i i guess like if we're gonna go buy a new nintendo system whatever they put out what what three series are you gonna have to know are on the system either at launch or coming soon to buy the system so i'm going to avoid the obvious zelda metroid mario that that's all a given um I kind of want to see what I want to see. I want to see a Eternal Darkness sequel on there. Um, Ed, you stole mine, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I want Kudos to see, you, sir. Yeah, I want to see Kid Icarus on there. Yes. And I kind of would love to see Wario come back. Hmm. Like, I want his series oh, yeah. to be back. Like a, like a WarioWare? Like, or a Wario World? Or a Wario Land? Uh, Wario Land, oh. something like that. I thought you were talking. Oh some... well, you know what? Uh, you know what, Todd? I, I'm taking ED off because okay. I want. I gotta have a Yoshi game on Switch. Oh, okay, there you go. Wow, that was qu- quite the uh, 
flip flop. You go from Eternal Darkness, a psychological <laughs> horror game, to Yoshi's. Absolutely. Uh, Paper World, I guess, would be the next one, right? Uh, no, <laughs> you may be right. I don't know. I guess Yoshi's story was already that, but you know, whatever. Uh, what about what about what about you, Todd? Eternal Darkness, I guess, would be one. Yeah, that's definitely one. I mean, it's it's the, the series that are it's it's the game that I think Nintendo did some really cool things. Dennis Dyack is doing nothing. He's available. Bring him back. And I think they could really, with today's graphics and the way they could play with different technology, would mm. be perfect. I mean, it's such a different type of game. But especially as we're seeing the excitement with like Resident Evil remakes. It would be perfect for that type of series, and I would love it on Nintendo to see them branch out and be more um, uh, adventurous in the adult market. Um, but I'm going to go dark uh, with 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 pairing to that a series that has not seen the light of day since the NES, Gumshoe, a, a detective series investigating team them up with detective pikachu i don't care and they can solve mysteries if you don't remember gumshoe it was a light gun game where you shot the detective as he tried to <laughs> jump over things it was so yes. weird and wacky but gumshoe come on wow this I think looks like a really more mature games. this looks like a really sad mario knockoff it kind of is it, it, <laughs> and i don't say it was but i just think it's kind of funny that they've got all these weird old things they tried on the ns and they haven't gone back to them so i say gumshoe but you know turn it around make it a uh, like a adventure game where he has to solve a mystery and you know if if pe- things get dangerous you kill him with your uh, joy con <laughs> i mean why 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 couldn't they do like a professor layton style game with that uh, they definitely could. I mean, he could be the investigator for Professor Layton, or, yeah. or, or sorry, or um, yeah. I mean, he could basically be the one that they hire to get all the dirt on, you know, find out if they're sleeping with their the wives of these people. Oh, so geez. yes, I see it's a mashup. <laughs> there you go. Bring back Gumshoe. Um, <laughs> um, then I'm gonna go to a little bit differently. So um, there's a series of a game that we all love, but I don't think we've ever seen a proper implementation on it since the NES, and that's Excite. It's Excite Bike. I mean, come on, Excite you've got all in. these tracks. Well, Excite Truck, yeah, kinda. But, but you can make like your a... tracks like a racer. I yeah. mean, and oh. I mean, I guess it's not. The, don't make it the same as like a Mario Kart. But I mean, it could yeah. be a lot of fun. But make this like instead of if there's not going to be a uh, Nintendo Universe type game through mm-hmm. Mario Kart, make this the game that incorporates all of the Mario Universe and all the Nintendo Universe into Excite Bike. So you've got I mean, Zelda, you've got Kirby, you've got Pokemon, you've got everybody driving motorcycles, you can have sidecars, having fun, making tracks, bring it back. I mean, they they got uh they got Labo to do it, that do it like that. But then everybody be like, if we get a psych bike, then we want Ray Racer. And so it's just like Hey man, I would really love you a know new what? wave race. Don't 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 tease me, Ed. You know, I need that. But uh, dang, thank you, Todd. I want to say right now. <laughs> At least you didn't say pilot wings, Ed. I Thanks, tried man. pilot wings. That could stay wherever it's at. Exactly. It's Sorry, a, you want pilot wings? It's in a, it's in a, it's in a drawer left in Reggie's yes. old desk where they just burned it out back. <laughs> uh, I mean, the obvious one for me would probably be Zelda. I, I couldn't imagine buying a Nintendo system without Zelda, but uh. I think, I think Pikmin, like I really love Pikmin. 
and I'm actually quite shocked we haven't gotten it on Switch yet, and I know the Pikmin Deluxe rumors are out there. Uh, but, like, I want, like, a, a Pikmin 1-style Pikmin. Like, I, Pikmin 2 was a cool kind of co-op experiment thing, and Pikmin mm-hmm. 3, where you had to manage, you know, it was more of a uh, resource management RTS than just, like, a proper... You know, Pikmin, you take your Pikmin Go and find batteries and whatever. And, and you know, I, I love Pikmin 3, but I, I want that Pikmin 1 style. You're alone here, and you're going to go explore, and you're going to rebuild your your spaceship. And uh, you can leave the fruit mechanic in there, though. It's that HD fruit. You've never seen a better bowl of fruit. Just saying. Uh, can we kill off the night-day cycle? That drove me nuts in yeah. Pikmin. Well, they, I, I, they took I just... that out in 2, but they re-implemented okay. it in 3, so... Yeah, I don't know. I I agree with you though. I would I just want like a world to explore where there's no time limit. And I yeah. I understand yeah. that that's part of the the, you know, sense of urgency that you have, but like I don't need a sense of urgency in Pikmin. It's not I would I would really just love the world to explore and just find secrets and stuff as I explore. Kind of it, Breath of the Wild it, you know, really just make this yeah, big open absolutely. world and explore. It, even if they do have a time a, a time cycle, don't attach it to any days. Just let the let the cycle happen and let sure. you explore as long as you want. Because again, Pikmin Three is just too beautiful to have it limited like that. It's just like, no, I want this nice, beautiful world, and I want to see how detailed you guys get. Yeah. That water still in Pikmin 3 looks good, though. Yeah, but yeah, according to fruit, I was just like, yeah. I want that apple. <laughs> yeah, when they were first showing screenshots of, like, the fruit, and I was like, what's happening here? How does how are you making good-looking fruit, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but the other, uh, what was the other game I had in, in mind? Oh, like a Wario, I would like to see a WarioWare versus Nintendo Land mashup type thing where you're kind of like, you know, com- competing in these WarioWare style games, but like doing other weird stuff as well, you know, because like I, I thought Nintendo Land was pretty, I mean, it was fun for about a half hour and then, you know, never played it again. But I thought like the, the games in there, if they just had like a little bit more something to them, I, I think it would have been a lot cooler. You know, it, it could have been their Wii Sports, but it, it just wasn't so. Um, also fire emblem so i mean i I know that's four but i broke my own rules arms x uh punch out yeah why not i i'm still shocked that little mac was not a dlc character in arms absolutely i still can't i they missed they missed they missed that so uh all right our last question comes from your co-host todd mark carabin uh no coincidence no coincidence uh, what's a what's an N sixty four game or franchise that you think deserves a Tony Hawk one and two remake treatment? Bonus points if it's not Mario sixty four Ocarina. Uh, man, I have to think of all the Nintendo sixty four games. I I think is it just first party or all N sixty four games? He just says N sixty four games. How about some? How about Turok? Bring that back. Did they redo that? They right. already did it. Yeah, it was an HD it. texture pack. It was not really a remake. I want, I want a Turok in the vein of Doom. Ooh, ooh, it'd be awesome. Fast paced instead of demons, you're shooting dinosaurs. Just saying, I, I, I see that. That uh, by the way, that 
that Turok game that came out for PS3 and 360, mm-hmm. pretty pretty terrible. But it was a cool premise where you were like, you know, these kind of like predator style marines out there in you know kind of lost in this land and you had to survive and kill dinosaurs. Cool premise, not not well executed really at all. Uh, for me, uh, it's, it's kind of a two gay thing, so I apologize. Uh, Mischief makers and uh, sin of punishment. Oh wow, you're going treasure deep. Yeah, Ed's a Ed's a big treasure fan. Uh, I think yeah, sin and punishment. I'm surprised that that hasn't made some sort of you know, come back. I mean, not necessarily as like a linear on rail shooter, but like yeah. Sin and Punishment could be like a cool action RPG, I feel like. So pretty much Astro Change in the yeah. sense. Like they... pretty much. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen. Uh I think it's time to get serious. Um there was a little game uh that was uh, keeping Star Wars alive. And that was Shadows of the Empire. I mean, it really showed what you could do uh, with a character as esteemed as Dash Rendar. Come on. <laughs> He's your dimester on Solo. Make Shadows of the Empire come back. HD, beautiful, awesome. You could throw in Rogue Spartan in, or Rogue Squadron in there, too. Absolutely. Make it a mashup. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But, by the way, can we just talk about how good Rogue Squadron is for a minute? Oh my goodness. It's amazing that team last game that they made in HD was uh what was that dragon game on PS3? Lair. Oh <laughs> good great. They're so talented and they try to do dual shot or uh, dual sense or whatever that was. You called. know what's funny? The- I was listening to an interview with him, uh, and they they were working on a Rogue Squadron trilogy HD collection for Xbox three sixty and we're gonna use the uh xbox live to have uh online dogfighting multiplayer and you would play through all three games and they were going to remix the whole game to where like all the levels from one two and three were in order from the game so i was when they said that that existed and it, it was originally pitched for the wii and there's actually a wii prototype out there that you can look up where you would use the wii remote as like a you know, like a flight stick or whatever. And then they, they moved it to 360 because they wanted to use the power of Xbox Live to do multiplayer stuff. So, oh, rip Rogue Squadron. Hey, they brought oh. back they brought back Episode 1 Racer. They can bring back Rogue Squadron, right? Is that out now or is it still it, delayed? It got delayed. Yeah, it got delayed. <laughs> is that a remake or is it just a port? I think it's just an HD port. <laughs> okay. So like the, beautiful, uh, ugly textures. Yep. <laughs> Hey, as long as I can see more than five feet in front of me. <laughs> wow. Hey, it's ET in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember playing the, that game on Nintendo 64, and that was just a terrible time. Because, like, you know, in 64, famous third-party games were with the, the fog of of war in there, and you couldn't see. You know, Turok was really famous for it, too, where you couldn't see, like, ten feet in front of you. And when you're... Mm driving a pod racer at 500 miles an hour you really need to see more than five feet in front of you and the analog at the and the analog stick if you looked at it too hard would break off oh it was like a toothpick it's fair also i broke <laughs> i think i broke three dreamcast controllers playing that game too oh, wow yeah. how how by pressing the triggers too hard those dreamcast Ooh. controllers are Ooh. crappy dude yeah they oh, are they're like wow. fisher price uh, uh made real yeah 
They must be I actually think my kid's okay. Fisher Price control, like fake controller, is more durable than a Dreamcast controller. So, uh, but that's actually uh, that's going to do it for question block, and that's going to do it for the episode of Nintendo Power Block. Todd, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Uh, why don't you remind everybody where they can find you? Sure. Um, Secret Friends Unite. We have a podcast. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Uh, you can find us on all podcast services. If you like comic books, Secret Friends Unite, the podcast. If you like video games, co-op mode, where we sometimes have guests. We've had tried to have guests in the past. We'll have guests in the future. We'll see who comes on. We may need to have some recruit some hosts as Mark uh, becomes a baby daddy. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, thanks for having me on, gents. Yeah, it's awesome. Always a good time talking to you, Todd. Uh, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Go and check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud and other podcast apps. Yeah, and you can find me at HD on Twitter and Instagram and CoreyNHD on uh, Twitch and Mixer. You can also find our family of shows on BossRushGames.com, which includes the Boss Rush Podcast, Arsenal X, the Xbox Podcast, and launching this week uh, expansion pack which hosts our 1v1s our standard definitions and just random conversations we decide to have so uh, check that out and uh, remember you can go to bossrushgames.com slash subscribe to watch our show live on Twitch or subscribe to your podcast service of choice and uh, and thank you everybody so much for watching Todd thank you for joining us and until next week we love you goodbye bye everybody Woo-hoo. bye bye